0: As we're recording this, uh, it looks like verified users of Twitter cannot tweet. What? There is a hack or a bug, and people who are verified are not able to tweet.
1: Wow, good thing they rejected my application. (laughs) Wow. This is a very good meme of
0: Squidward being verified and looking at everyone else. Oh, God. Yeah, it looks like it's either a hack or a bug or something. I don't actually know.
1: So does that mean, like, Wendy's can't tweet?
0: Yeah, uh, it looks like (laughs) brands are not able to tweet right now. Uh, Could you read our good friend James Thompson's tweet out loud?
1: James Thompson says At times like these, when brands can't tweet, what I really enjoy is an ice cold Coke Zero. (laughs) I hate that. So
0: it's been a month and a half since the Black Lives Matter protests in support of George Floyd have begun. And because we didn't record over the past few months, we wanted to say here now that even though all of your feeds are returning to normal, Black Lives still matter and will always matter.
1: That this moment is just as important as it was a month and a half ago, and like 10 years ago, and even before that.
0: And into the future. What'd you have for breakfast?
1: You would think that I would have this answer prepared um, for two reasons. The first is that... as of uh, today, four years ago, was the first day that we uploaded Most Important Meal for the first what? time. Yeah. No way. Are it you was, serious? It was our episode about breakfast sandwiches. Breakfast sandwiches. At the same time, I feel like four years is a very long time ago, but also is not as long ago as it feels like we've been recording this podcast. Yeah, I
0: agree. It feels like this show's just been around for a long time.
1: Especially because we upload very consistently. As
0: consistently as anyone can ever do. Just right on time. We upload every minute of every day every time we upload it is a exact prime number of seconds since the last episode
1: the other reason that i should be more prepared about the what you have for breakfast question is because this is now our third take because the first take our fan was still on and the second take (laughs) i had forgotten (laughs) to sleep my switch while i was playing animal sleep. crossing your
0: switch is not the phrase okay People... but <laughs> turn my
1: to sw- turn my switch turn to your sleep. switch off i forgot to turn my switch off and animal crossing was in the background this is now the third time that we're doing this and i still haven't prepared but here's what i have for breakfast what'd you
0: have for breakfast
1: i had yogurt that brian made me which is bananas that you made me yogurt in the instant pot in the in the instant pot um and i also put blueberries in it and i put granola in it it's actually the nature valley granola that is essentially just mashed up like nature valley bars i feel like this might have been the breakfast that i had the last time we recorded because it's basically the breakfast i've had Almost every morning of quarantine?
0: Yeah, it's been a lot. It's been, like, we've been doing a lot of the same breakfast and a lot of the same routines lately. For breakfast this morning, I had a slice of bread with some spiced olive oil. This happened at around noon. Truge might say that that is lunch. I say it is breakfast, damn it.
1: I just think it's a weird breakfast to have because it's a slice of bread with some olive oil on it.
0: Yeah, that's fine. It keeps me satiated until, uh... I eat dinner or a full meal. Wow. The other thing we've been doing a lot during quarantine is uh, the breakfast I usually make us, uh, which we didn't do today because we were out of bread, (laughs) is egg on toast.
1: Yeah. Egg on toast is like an art in of itself. You know what I mean? Egg on
0: toast is truly an experience. Uh, It's more than just those three words stitched together into a sentence or uh, a phrase. It is egg on toast.
1: Well, and I think... We've watched all five episodes uh, that where Kenji Lopez all kind of like goes and dissects the egg on toast. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a really complicated dish to make and to perfect, but I've really loved the way that we've been able to perfect it. And by we, I do mean you, because that's you've true. been making it.
0: Yeah, that's true. Have you seen the uh, Carl Sagan series, like the 12 part miniseries on BBC about egg, on, egg toast? on toast?
1: I guess I have seen it. I think that uh, my parents used to put it on when I went to bed every night as a child, and it's memorized. It's amazing.
0: So what I've been doing is uh, broiling two slices of sourdough bread in the oven.
1: Sourdough bread from When Pigs Fly.
0: When Pigs Fly, one of our favorite places. We've previously looped into the show on a phone call. Legally, i my dad. <laughs> Every Wednesday, at our location at least, they do uh, $2 loaves of sour bread, and that's our bread for the week, and it's great.
1: Yeah, we've been doing a lot more, like, and by we, I do mean Brian. Um, Brian's been doing a lot more short trips to the grocery store to just pick up kind of, like, what we need in the next couple of days and then going home, and one way we've been able to do that is that we get a lot of our staples from When Pigs Fly, so, like, we just get, like, bread there, we've also gotten peanut butter and jelly from there, we got a flavor of jelly that's called Heavenly...
0: Heavenly Jam.
1: That is... Oh, man, it's in the fridge literally right behind I can, us. I can
0: scoot back. I can scoot back and keep talking. Oh, my oh. headphones were a little tight. Oh. And I can grab this Heavenly Jam...
1: Um, And here's the thing. When I saw that Brian had picked the Heavenly Jam, I was kind of like, oh, why couldn't you just get something normal? But <laughs> it's, You're dating me. You don't get
0: anything normal.
1: It's the best jam I've ever freaking had. It's really good. It's a strawberry peach pineapple pear jam, which is bananas. It's like you went to a bunch of Animal Crossing islands and like... <laughs> You just picked a bunch of fruits and then you made it into jam. It's a cottagecore TikTok, and I'm obsessed with it.
0: It's uh, bananas jam with no bananas. (laughs) So we slice two things of sourdough bread and broil them for a little bit. I imagine this is how a toaster oven
1: works. By we we, do not own
0: a toaster oven. I've
1: really wanted a toaster oven. By we, Brian does mean just him. Brian. I need to say
0: I here. That's the pronoun I use, isn't it? It's everything you do is the royal we. The royal we. The royal us. The Royal Trujan Brian here to talk to you about all of the things that the Royal Us have Brian, been doing.
1: Brian just held my hand. I need everyone to know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I have been toasting this sourdough bread on a sheet pan in the oven, a la a. Toaster oven and broil it, and it gets nice and uh, crispy and toasty without having to shove an oblong piece of bread into the slot toaster. And
1: also, here is what I'll say: we were we were doing a, a good old goofer before, where we talked about like the complicated like intersections of uh, egg on toast. But what I will say is, Brian really has actually perfected the egg. The egg that Brian makes on egg on toast is like the perfect medium, like over medium consistency where it's like a jammy egg and that has been like just delightful
0: you say over medium but it's been sunny side up and you know why that is
1: because you broil it the
0: broiler this episode brought to you by the letter b for broiler wow i love this freaking thing so much in the little oven it's like
1: Uh, turn on your broiler in the middle of july
0: thank you very much it's great and hey i can handle the heat and so i don't have to get out of the kitchen but i uh start the egg On the stovetop, I preheat a nonstick pan real, real, real hot. Crack in two or four eggs, depending on how many eggs we're having, and let them set on the bottom for maybe like 10 seconds over this rip roaring hot skillet. No oil. I've started. Thank you. Thank you. I've started not putting oil into the pan when I'm doing eggs. Because nonstick really doesn't need it. And I didn't realize that until very recently.
1: We also just got a whole suite of nonstick pans, which has been very adult. Extremely adult of us. I am still using our old
0: nonstick pan because it doesn't have any rubber. We got a nice set of like a 10 piece set of nonstick cookware. But the handles are rimmed with rubber and I'm pretty sure it's not oven safe. So I'm still using the Mm. all metal nonstick pan that I've been using before for this. Uh, Do not put any rubber into your oven, folks.
1: Or do, because maybe it'll make you feel something.
0: I have to legally state that that is not something you should do. You will feel something, and that something is bad.
1: You will feel regret for what
0: you have done. You will feel toxic fumes into your lungs. (laughs) Yeah, don't do it. And so I bring this egg that's been barely cooked on the stovetop into the oven to broil, and... I've got the timing down such that the whites are set and the yolk is nice and jammy, but it's not browned or crispy. It's like the platonic ideal of an over-easy egg. Wow. It's amazing. Not even over-easy. It's a sunny-side-up egg. It's an over-difficult egg. It's a, it, We set the difficult setting to high. We're on New Game Plus right now for eggs.
1: Uh, are you using any Skyrim cheat codes for your egg on toast?
0: No, I'm playing it on PS4, so I can't use any uh, console commands.
1: Interesting. If
0: I was uh, frying eggs on PC, then I could use console commands. It'd be really great. Wow. And then, yeah, that's the egg. That's the toast.
1: <laughs> wow. I Did we talk about that for 10 minutes?
0: I think we did. It was great. Maybe not 10. But it was some amount of minutes. And we will do some variants on it. Uh, I've put some pickled red onions on them before. Uh, most of them have feta, but we haven't had feta in the past few days, so I haven't done any feta. Grated cheddar on top before it goes into the broiler so it gets all nice and melty and it acts as a nice insulator between the yolk and the heat so it gets even more perfect. It's kind of wild. And because we're filthy millennials, yes, sometimes avocado goes onto this toast with egg. And you know what? We're still going to be able to afford a house one day. (laughs) LOL. We We never will. Absolutely never never will. will.
1: Yeah, I had kind of convinced myself that avocados in Massachusetts were just bad, but I feel like I just wasn't letting them get ripe enough when I used to buy them pretty frequently. And also, I mean, avocados in Massachusetts are specifically really expensive. Yes. So I feel like up until very recently, I was like, those are too expensive to buy. And then I was kind of like, well, actually, I would like to eat this, this good, good avocado on my toast. So that's actually been a pretty big revelation of like, oh, wait, avocados in Massachusetts do taste good
0: yeah we just have to let them sit for a while, and i don't it's it's not an instant gratification food
1: no it's a you have to sit and wait and think about it, and they have to decide that they're ready. The other thing that we've been doing recently, and by we i do mean brian i cannot uh i cannot emphasize this enough is Brian was given the recipe for his grandma's crepes from his mom. And he's been making it, like, basically every morning that you feel like it. I feel like we probably do it, like, <laughs> three times a week at this point. But you do your grandma's crepe recipe, and it's literally so good. And when when I grew up, if we were eating crepes, it was like we'd put Nutella on them, or we'd do, like, a jam. Like, there was always something on top of the crepes. But I've been really appreciating crepe with like just sugar on top
0: yeah my grandmother uh I grew up on these crepes literally from the age of zero to the age of last year uh (laughs) Uh, my grandmother's still alive but she doesn't live in the house she used to anymore and she's not cooking anymore so that's fine but I have been I tried my hand at these crepes for the first time ever and it feels wrong how accurate they are to what I grew up with. I feel like I should be in my grandmother's house in Trenton, New Jersey eating these, but nope, here I am in Boston being like, oh, huh, this feels weird, but no, they're so freaking tasty.
1: The thing I love about Boz crepes is that the recipe is basically just sweet omelet. And I love that about it. Yeah,
0: it's wonderful. I'm not sharing the recipe. This is my recipe. Go find your own. Oh, I was
1: waiting for you to tell everyone what it is. No, no.
0: This is my very special recipe. Uh, Wow. Go make your own crepes. I love you all, but please let me have my special moments reflecting on my childhood.
1: (laughs) I mean, I guess you would think that during a breakfast podcast, all of our breakfast secrets would have to come out. And one day the paparazzi will accost you and ask you for your crepe recipe.
0: If we ever have paparazzi around... Me and our podcast, that is a good problem to have. Wow. But I've been making them a whole bunch. They're very thin. The batter is very, very thin. And you don't use much of it in a pan. And so the edges get very, very crispy. And the middle is still very dense and very thin. And there's a lot of browning around it.
1: Yeah, I would say it's... I would actually say that for for my taste and where I'm coming from, I feel like they're a thicker crepe than I'm used to. Really? Um, but I feel like the... When I say thick, it's still, like, less than a millimeter thick. Um, it's just, like, spongy. Like, I like the I like that the inside is very, very spongy.
0: Yes, it's very spongy. It's very moist. Like Truj said, I don't put anything on them except for powdered sugar. Uh, this is not a crepe that you want to, like... The first crepe I had that was not at Ba's house, my grandmother's house, is it was this cone of Nutella and strawberries wrapped up in a crepe that I ate out of my hand in like an ice cream cone sleeve kind of thing that's not what this is this is very floppy but it gets very brown and crispy around the edges I don't even know how to describe them but they're wonderful and they remind me of childhood very badly thanks for letting me talk about crepes of course thanks for enjoying the crepes I make us thanks for enjoying the crepes we
1: make so yeah just we (laughs) not just you the royal we the royal us (laughs) hand again they can't see that you're holding my hand except maybe they can hear it in my voice it's for me this is my handhold voice oh this is your hand (laughs) does it sound different than my regular voice (laughs) um what are we going to talk about today have you seen binging with babish lately what is that
0: it is a youtube series
1: i've never seen youtube
0: I wouldn't blame you. It's for the youths now. They All they do is watch YouTubes and TikToks and Vines and all the various things that the youth do that we do not. We are old and grizzled. No. Uh, I
1: only watch things on uh, HD DVD.
0: Yes. Uh... I'm so glad we upgraded from our Betamax system last year.
1: Do you remember? Do you remember when there was like a competition between whether people people meaning like the market wanted to watch HD DVDs or Blu-rays?
0: Yes, I do. Uh, I sat out from that entire thing for a very long time.
1: I mean, we were also like. I feel like we were in middle school or high school when that happened. Yeah, but I was
0: still buying media and stuff. Wow. Yeah, that, po- that was when I started like going to local shops and Best Buy and things and finding movies to buy and like starting my collection. But
1: anyway, that's the only uh, way that I get my media. is not from Blu-rays, but from uh, HD DVDs. Yes,
0: those are the DVDs that are high definition. Yes. Binging with Babish, uh, two days ago, uploaded a video... Of the Croque Monsieur from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is one of my favorite sandwiches.
1: I have seen this.
0: And he did he did a very good video about it. He made his own Pullman loaf, and then he upgraded it to brioche and then made the bechamel sauce and added a bunch of gruyere and broiled it. It was really wonderful. Uh, he added an egg to demonstrate the difference between a Croque Monsieur and a Croque Madame, which is one of the most wild things.
1: There are two genders. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't believe that.
0: Ah, uh, yes, the two <laughs> genders. I also don't believe that. <laughs> egg and no egg. Ugh, oh God. I don't even like joking about this.
1: <laughs> no, I don't like it.
0: And then he ended the episode by saying, what if we took the crook monsieur even further and made a Monte Cristo? Now.
1: Brian just hit the table very hard. I don't know if that'll come through.
0: As you may well know, astute... Listeners of the podcast know that the Monte Cristo is by far my favorite thing to have at breakfast. It It is Brian savory and sweet. It is Brian.
1: How what it's literally you it's savory and it's sweet and it's covered in powdered sugar. You know what and like for some reason jam on the side like that's what you are. I like the jam. Do you not like the jam? I just... It's such a weird thing to add. I I agree that I like it, but, like, why? Why was it added to a ham sandwich? Ostensibly a ham sandwich.
0: So there are several things that I disagree with about this episode. A, I mean, I I, I did my research, and yes, it looks like the Monte Cristo is based on the croque monsieur. I mean, of course it is. I mean, yeah, but it feels like such a different thing to the point where in making an episode about the croque monsieur... I never would have guessed that a Monte Cristo would be next on the menu.
1: I I don't know that I don't know what I was expecting, but I did not expect you to have this angle on it. Every
0: Monte Cristo I've ever had has been pre-prepared French toast, assembled after the fact with ham, turkey, Swiss cheese, and then powdered sugar. The fact that Babish took this whole freaking sandwich and French toasted the entire thing. That seems like a recipe for disaster.
1: Okay, so so binging with Babish is on trial right now.
0: Du, 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 du.
1: Please present your evidence to me, the impartial judge.
0: Exhibit A. The humble Monte Cristo. Sweet. Savory. Covered in powdered sugar. Served with jam on the side for some reason. Essentially, Brian. Exhibit B. Babish's thing. <laughs>
1: Babish's thing. Not even a sandwich.
0: A French toasted ham sandwich. Now, never mind that he omitted the turkey, which I believe is integral to the Monte Cristo experience. I actually experience.
1: just realized that I didn't realize that it was ham instead of turkey. I think I didn't realize that a Monte Cristo is turkey. It's ham and turkey. Ham and turkey. Yeah. Huh. That's a crossing of meats.
0: Yeah, it's this weird, like transitive property of breakfast foods. I don't
1: like. I don't like that. Why did you just come up with the title in this moment? <laughs>
0: So, you have French toast, and a small leap from French toast is ham. You know you have ham on the side with your French toast. That's great. Then you have a small leap from ham is turkey, yeah, you know you have these two things together. you know they could be on a sandwich together. It's really great. If they're two uh cold cut meats. It's great. And then you go the small jump from Turkey to Swiss. yeah, you totally have Swiss cheese on a turkey sandwich. It's great. and you assemble all of it together and you realize that you have a French toast <laughs> with Swiss cheese on your like, wait a minute. Something something went wrong here. That doesn't make any sense. But nope, thanks to the transitive property of breakfast, <laughs> you have the greatest breakfast food in history. And I feel like what Babish made is a sandwich that has been French toasted, not a sandwich made with French toast.
1: So wait, is your qualm that he took it too seriously or not seriously enough?
0: I don't think he went far enough in adding the turkey. He didn't add Swiss. And honestly, I believe the Monte Cristo is a fork and knife food. Wow. Not the.
1: Hand- I mean, he ate it with a fork and knife in the episode.
0: Because he added the egg. Mm. Which I, he made fun of the fact that there's no real name for it. But also, I believe that it it's a different thing. He made a different thing, and I would not call it a Monte Cristo. I rest my case, Your Honor.
1: Well, those are some opinions, is what I will say. What? Where? Um, I, I believe that you. I, I don't believe that you have Monte Cristo authority. I don't think that you get to decide what is and what is not a Monte Cristo. I'm out of order. I'm out of order.
0: This whole court is out of order.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of a My Cousin Vinny line to say in this moment, other than the Utes.
0: I've never seen My Cousin Vinny, so I don't You've know. You've
1: never seen My Cousin Vinny?
0: I haven't, so you're on your own in coming up with the quotes. The
1: Utes! <laughs> is still
0: on. Go turn it off.
1: Wait, can you get
0: it? No, you get it. It's your Animal Crossing.
1: (laughs) Look my headphones on. To take them off. I was like, wait, why do I hear Animal Crossing?
0: So instead of turning it off, you brought it over here with the volume still on. That's the opposite direction of the sound. No, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off.